Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with Sam Thompson and his best ever pal, aka besties, Mr. Peter James Wicks. So you're done. Yeah, done. Okay, that was that was exuberant. I will not be drinking as I'm still not sort of drinking, but occasionally I do have a drink, but not today. <laughs> um, however, I am swearing, and if you don't like that, go yourself. Now, remember, as well as listening, you can watch us now too. The full video is released on YouTube every Friday after the order is out every Monday. And before we get started, make sure to hit follow wherever you're listening. That will mean you'll be the first to know of each episode. Subscribe, like, review. All of that shit. Yeah. Do it. Make Sam happy. And vote for us on the Listener's Choice Awards. Oh, we're getting... not doing it no, again. No, we are. We've been getting so many DMs. You've, oh, genuinely, I reckon had like 300 people. We need 200,000, but we've had like 300 people so far who have voted for us. And we love Sorry, it. you're happy with the 300, yet we need 200,000. We're climbing. That's a piss in the ocean, mate. We're climbing. We're not climbing, are we? We're, we're still lower than a worm's tit. Ro- worms don't have tits. But if they did, they'd be dragging along the floor <laughs> at the bottom, wouldn't they? Yeah, but Rome wasn't built in a day. We only have until September. Is that it? Is that it? Oh, we need to crack on. <laughs> That's what I mean. Oh, fuck me. This right, guys. We'll get 200,000 in about 20 years yeah, at this yeah, time, yeah. right? We, we really need you to pull your finger out now. Now, Pete, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I... Have a tooth. Pete's got a tooth, everybody. He's been yeah. filled in. Yeah, I filled in the tooth from the uh, constant abuse that I got from you. Uh, I feel like a new man. It enables me to smile. I still won't, but it does enable me to smile now. So I've, yeah, I've, I'm still not really drinking. <laughs> I love that. We've now gone to really drinking. Before, last week, is I'm not drinking. Now, it's I'm not really drinking. I'm just having no. like a couple of beers. Listen, no, I, I had a couple of beers, which I hadn't drank for, for quite a while. I had a couple of beers, so all oh, these are really nice, but went home. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. Okay. So I was in. I was home on a Saturday night by like 9pm. Yeah. Then I went out for dinner and had a couple of glasses of wine. And again, I was home by like 11pm. Yeah. I've done very well. I'm not drinking alone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's probably, that's probably, <laughs> I think that's probably, Probably the biggest benefit um, is that I'm not drinking alone. And <clears throat> I've been for a run a couple of times this really? week. Really? Yeah, I've been doing 7K. 7K? Done three lots of 7K this week. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, that's more than me. Oh my God, Pete's now fitter than I am. Yeah, I, but weirdly enough, I've always actually been fitter than you. Oh my God. Which is probably the weirdest thing, considering now I'm effectively a fucking machine. Are you? Do you feel fitter? I feel really miserable. Yeah. I... Don't enjoy not drinking. I've what I've worked out as well. Being out and not drinking when other people are, everyone's a fucking twat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. And they come up to you and they slobber on you and you're like, what are you doing? Oh, it's just disgusting how awful people are when they have a drink. Now you know how you've been for, for 10 years. Well, no, because I am the opposite. I'm like the antithesis of that because I'm actually a nicer person when I drink. I love the way he's got his tooth filled in. He's going for runs. He's not drinking. And he's even more angry. And I'm a worse person yeah, than I've ever been. Yeah, worse person for it. Most people, you know, you've got to work out, you know, stop drinking. It makes you a better person. No, it makes me a fucking disgusting, horrible, vicious. Awful bloke. Vicious human being. So um, we'll keep it going for a little while and then I'll go back to to drinking. On that note, I uh, had a couple of drinks myself. 
recently. I uh, did the Love Island final. I, I want to hear about this, actually, because you sent me a couple of messages whilst you were there. Zara came out, though, which was jokes. I did see that. Bring your girlfriend to work day. Uh, so she... By the way, Zara looks stunning. She did look stunning, actually. Why in the fuck was she there? Zara was brought out because they were bringing out me and India's other house because they had both been in the villa as well. And uh, so they come and sit down. I know you didn't watch it. Oh, you might have watched it because someone knows you didn't watch it. He's shaking his head. Uh, lovely friend you are. Uh, very nervous I was to get on there. And Zara and Dami, they sit down. Zara's a little bit nervous, bless her. Even though she like hosts loads of things, she was really nervous to sort of do it. It goes to Dami first. Maya goes to both of them and goes, so how does it feel to be Dami is Dami's India's, India's fella. fella. It goes to Dami and... and, and I was like, how do you both feel like being here with your boyfriends and girlfriends, respectively? And uh, Dami turns around and goes, you know what? I feel amazing at being at the place where I fell in love with my beautiful girlfriend. And I just I just love her so much. And uh, Zara, Zara goes, yeah, yeah. So I was here with Adam Collard. <laughs> and she was like, just like, just to uh, just to bring up, she like went into like presenter mode and was like, just to uh, bring up, you know, what you guys were talking about before. I don't think it's necessarily the right decision to move in with, uh, with at no point have I been mentioned at this point. And she's like, I just don't think it's the right thing to move in with your other half instantly. Cause I did that obviously with Adam when we came out and we, you know, it was really nice at the start. And I was like, say something nice about me. And she literally just skimmed over it. So Skimmed over it. I literally looked at her and can't believe it. How did you feel about bringing your girlfriend on and then just sitting there like the pillow that you are on a sofa and listening to her talk about her previous relationship with the incredibly good-looking, ripped-up Adam Collard? Eight-pack, eight-pack pecs of steel. Mm. And, and, and and I was just in my white, in, my, in the drapes of... In the grandparents' drapes green shirt, sweating, going, say something about me, please. At that point, did the twitches start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the show. Do you know what they did as well? And the thing is, this isn't Zara. I know why Zara did it. Because she literally she came off. She went, I just spoke about my ex the whole time, didn't I? And I was like, you may have. And she literally went, I, she went, I panicked. Because she, bless her, she was like, because of what I did earlier, and we spoke about on this podcast, the You Can thing, she was like, the last thing I wanted to do was give any advice about people. Because <laughs> she, like, she was like, I know I was going to get hammered. So she was like, I just thought I'd just talk about my experience on the show. I didn't want to turn around and be like, oh my God, we're in the best relationship possible because I knew that everyone was going to tweet being like, well, didn't you do this? And I was like, that's kind of a fair point. But so she was kind of caught between a rock and a hard place and, uh, and she, she came off and was like, I, I, what have I done? I looked on Twitter and every time she mentioned Adam, they'd flick to me. <laughs> The director knew what he was doing. He literally went, so my old relationship, right, let's cut to Sam. I do get it because I, I know that she's, she's so blessed. So she's so scared of sitting there being like, this is the secret to like yeah. a good relationship. And I love like, da, 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 because she's just like, I know I'm going to get hammered. And it's nice sometimes when you get to talk about highs in your life before you have to talk go, on, go on to the lows and what you've ended up with. Uh, um, it, how, it was, how unfortunate. It was very, it was honestly, I was looking at Twitter being like, he hasn't moved his face in about 15 minutes. Any, any, anything else happen at the final? I was on the flight home and um, no one knows this. Even the podcast producer doesn't know this. I basically sent a few text messages <laughs> to family members and friends saying there's a fire in the engine. We're going down. <laughs> if I don't survive, I love you. You're one of the most dramatic people I've ever met. On another note, just while we're saying that, 
I didn't get a message. No, Pete didn't get a message. The only three people get a message. My agent. Showmance. That's what me and Sam are, a showman. My agent. When he was dying, I didn't get a fucking message. But when he can't sleep, I get a fucking message. Agents, Zara, Louise. And if, I don't know why my agents, but I literally, mate, I genuinely thought, and I, I've been so embarrassed until this moment that I haven't actually explained have what you, happened. Have you got a copy of the message that you sent? I've got one to my sister. Okay, excellent. Going to be honest. On a flight home in the air, and there's a fire in the engine. Very sketchy. I might go down. I just want to point out, you were in Mallorca. Mallorca, they do yeah. it. Okay, they don't have Wi-Fi in them flights. No, so we were coming into land. So we were like, we were coming over London. I was going to say, because they wouldn't have got that until you were dead. Yeah, I know, I know. Because that wouldn't have even sent. So then when you landed, and then the, the messages all went through, did you then think, oh, No, I this is the thing, I panicked. So I'll tell you what happened. So I'm on the right-hand side of the plane, on the right-hand row. And now on the left, right, corner of my eye, I see like flashing orange. But in the cabin, I'm next I'm next to the wing on the right in the middle, right? So on the left, the whole sort of like cabin is like like flickering orange. I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I see people looking, like everybody is like looking out of the window. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why is everyone why? and there's like flick genuine flickering orange like in the cabin from outside? And I'm like, oh, this is a bit sketchy. And I hear someone go, Oh my god, I think there's a fire in the engine. <laughs> I oh then literally, I literally, and then you hear whisperings going, oh, there's fire, there's fire. And, 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 and it's like flickering and stuff. I sit there, I start doing my belt up. I'm like, pulling my, going, I'm like thinking of what I'm going to do if we start going down. Fast so forward like, 30 seconds, Sam's got the gas mark, he's got yeah, everything, thanks. he's just sat there, the life jacket's pulled. <laughs> I am so panicked at this point. Heart palpitations going through the roof, right? People are taking photos. There's an like an old guy videoing out outside the window and I'm like what the fuck is going on and then there's turbulence starts hitting in and I'm like oh my god the plane we're fucking going down we're going down I'm gonna die and uh, and so I'm sending these text messages and as we're going down I'm like why are people like they are freaking out but like not in like a oh my god like I am it turns out that it was a busted light and the light was just shining inside the cabin <laughs> And I just sent all of these text messages. My agents have replied being like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, how are you doing? I went, it was- Yeah, someone changed the bulb. <laughs> right? The fuck? Mate, so they were taking a video outside of a busted light. That's why they were so intrigued, but not scared. And someone had obviously said, oh, I think there's a fire as that's, a joke. That's one of the worst things you can say on a flight. So at this point, right, I went, there's a fire in the engine on the plane to the agents, right? And at this point, between the reply, I had then found out that there was just a busted orange light that was flying and thing. Agent, STFU, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, what hey. happened? Did you emergency land? It'd gone on so long at this point that I went, we managed to land. And then she went, then Seb, my other agent, went, no way. I went, yeah. <laughs> he then went, was there a fire? And, and you landed? I went, yep, half an hour before we landed, carried on with the light. <laughs> they went, did they announce it on the plane? I went, no, but we saw it. <laughs> and they were like, everyone calm down. Because the, the lady did say, calm down, everyone. Like, it's just a light. I just, yeah. I just took away the, the, the light and the fire. And I went, no, they were just like, everyone calm down. Then my other agent, Johnny, then went, bloody hell, mate. And I went, to be fair, everyone was pretty calm. feel like some people didn't know, to be fair, but I knew. <laughs> They went, that's oh, mad. You're fucking hell. Then they went, one for staying relevant. In my head, I'm like, yeah, but not in the way you think. I went, you could see it flicking, flickering orange. <laughs> oh, you're such a fucking knob. She went, was everyone screaming? I went, yeah. Oh, 
by everyone screaming, that was just you in your seat screaming. And then I went, there's no way I'm going to be making radio tonight. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's what he was asking. There's no way I'm making radio tonight. I can tell you that now. All right, staying relevant. Good moments. Yeah. What has Peter James Wicks, who's been off the source, been up to? I took one for the team. I went to Kistory. Can you explain to me what Kistory... I actually worked for Bauer. I, should I was know. just about to say, you, you should know that. So is a big festival that they do, that Kiss does uh, in Blackheath. Uh, so I went to that and I was doing some work. And it was supposed to be you and I, but you were otherwise engaged being a pillow on Love Island. <laughs> so I had to go alone. <laughs> I didn't realise that until the morning. Oh, I bet you were so angry as well. What the fuck am I doing now? However, I had a new partner. Who? Tatum. Oh, my God, I love Tatum. And I'd never worked with Tatum before, and I'd never met before. How lovely is she? Fucking love her. She's the nicest She girl. is great. She's also tiny. Yeah. So I looked like a fucking unit. I feel like Tatum is the, um, the missing link to my life. She's flipping awesome. She's really, really good. And also, she's such a good partner. So much better than you. Don't be like that. Because um, she so, is really sweet. I can see you getting along with her really well. So I'd really like it if we could work together more, me and Tatum. Um, so when you are off or ever away, I would like her to come and do this podcast. The bigger part of it was, it was kind of my demographic at Kistory. A lot of women who were very excitable. Was it, oh my God, it's sex on fucking legs! There was an awful lot of groping. <laughs> not it. by me. <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of inappropriate comments, and it it was it was a lot. At one point, I'm going to tell you one example. We someone grab your cup. I did have that a couple of times. <laughs> I had a. I actually had a lady who I would say is about 50 with a couple of her friends run up to me screaming. She then proceeded. We were watching Harriet DJ, Harriet Rose, and I was I, I, I was with Sean Owen, you know Sean, yeah. and Bradley Skeet. Um, so the three of us were, this was after we finished work. We, were, we went to see Harriet DJ and this woman ran up. She then proceeded to bend over, touch her toes and twerk on me. No, 50 years old. And I was just stood there like this thinking, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Her friends then started videoing it. I thought, this is someone's mother. I don't know what I'm doing. This is so. This is just so weird. I don't know what I mean, She was going, you're loving it. Whilst, and I just thought, <laughs> God, this is so weird. I then had a lady come up to me who, um, she was really, really sweet. She went, excuse me. I said, all right, darling. She went, do you mind if we get a picture? I said, yeah, yeah, of course we can. She went, also, I've got one other little thing, and I know it might be a bit weird, but could you bless my unborn child? Shut up. Shut up. And I went, what? And she went, I'm pregnant. Could you? And I went, I'm not a priest. And she was like, I know, but could you just like, say a few words and say hello? Was she saying this in a serious manner? D deadly serious. Oh my God. So I went, yeah. I went, bless you. I wish you all the best. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And she went, oh my God, that means so much to me. <laughs> and then gave me a kiss on the cheek and walked off. And I went, what the fuck's happening? I don't know what the fuck's happening. I don't know what was going on. Just while the other one was twerking on you, you're blessing someone's <laughs> child over there whilst getting run down. But, like. and, and all of this genuinely sounds like I'm making this up, but Charlotte, our fabulous producer, actually came along. Uh, she came along because it was part for the podcast and for, for all that sort of stuff. And I think Charlotte was partly disgusted and partly bewildered by what was happening on this whole day because these are just two minor things and a range of fucking wild shit that happened to the point where 
I, I I did have a drink and Charlotte unfortunately had to hold my drink because I kept having to do pictures and all that. So Charlotte, basically our producer, who basically runs this show, became my table for the day. Oh, um, but she spent the whole time just writing like this. And I thought, what the fuck is she doing? She just wrote down loads of moments for Staying yeah. Relevant, <laughs> some of which I'm forgetting, but I think she may have sent them to you. Do you know what, Pete? Just before I get onto the text that she sent me, because I haven't actually read any of them because I didn't want to, you are a fucking icon. Like, you uh, are a sex icon. For us, for a certain age demographic, that's the beauty of it. Like you're finally starting to realise, Pete Wicks is the kind of guy that, like, the broken soul that that 30 plus year old woman is just like, oh, I'll have a bit of him. Like, I want to eat him alive. Like you know when they, they they want their last dance and Pete's their last dance. You are that guy and. It's so brilliant that you're finally understanding it. Oh, I'm not understanding it. I think it's wild. I mean, one woman come up to me and said, I just want you to sit on my face. <laughs> oh, God. And I literally was like, with your beard. Great. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't know what to say. What, 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 um... <laughs> like, how did they touch you? I know it sounds really weird. How did they like touch you when they were like asking photos? They... Stand up, stand up. I'm going to show you. So this is what people do. All right, I'm, 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 you just stand there. So they come up and they're like, oh my god, blah, blah blah blah. They have a picture, and I always get a bit weird about it. Then we do the picture, and then they do the crafty grab. All right. So so they literally go straight down. What do you do? Or they do this one. Do it the other way. So if the picture's coming from this way, this is what they do. Promise you now. And listen. That's amazing. Listen, if it was the other way round, this is all I ever say, you'd be going to jail. If you did that with Taylor Swift, for example, like you'd get fucked. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason it seems to be okay to just fucking touch me up. (laughs) I can't remember so much stuff that happened. Like it was it was one of them one of them just wild, weird days from literally the moment I got there it felt like I was in some sort of I thought people were playing tricks on me. I, I haven't been, I don't go to festivals and big things like that. Can I Can I explain to you what the, our producer, bless her, who's actually not here at the moment, she's written this in story form, <laughs> which is, I fucking love. I haven't read this before. The first thing I've seen, right? When the festival attendees saw Pete, it was pandemonium. <laughs> Lots of photos, women screaming. It was exactly Pete's demographic. Couldn't get filming done because Pete kept on getting stopped. Producer Charlotte came to help out, but was demoted to being Pete's drink holder for the day and taking pictures of him for the fans. Charlotte realised, she's talking about herself in third person, Charlotte realised a queue of fans had formed behind her. Someone had asked if queuing for a picture, if she was queuing for, oh no way, sorry, sorry. Charlotte, producer Charlotte, realised a queue of fans had formed behind her. Someone had asked her if she was queuing for a picture. She said yes. Sorry, (laughs) did someone come up to Charlotte, our producer, and go, sorry, are you in line for the picture with Pete? Yeah. (laughs) It's so At one point, because obviously we had we, we were doing this filming and at one point because uh, obviously you had like a camera there and the microphone <laughs> me and Tatum so people always look when that's happening and you're in the middle of a festival then suddenly as you're trying to do this film with Tatum you just hear people going hey can I have a picture like midway through whilst we're doing the filming people were just walking to shot and go can we have a picture and then when Charlotte and people were asking them to just step back a bit they d- genuinely formed a queue sorry so at one point there was a queue it was like the Pine Piper and people had started following us around in the queue <laughs> In between each bit of filming, I had to stop, clear the queue, and then we'd go and do another bit of filming, and then another queue would start. People were going, is this the queue? And I was thinking, this is so embarrassing. I kept apologising to Tatum and the producer of, of, of the, the thing we were doing, going, I'm so sorry. And she was just like, I just didn't realise it was going to be like this. And I was like, I didn't fucking realise it was going to be do like this. you know this. what? I did. I've been saying this for fucking years. Pete is iconic. Pete, by the way, listeners, if you ever see Pete out, just run him down. 
run him down. Like, Pete, honestly, when he goes, when we go out together, no one gives a fuck about me. Everyone just goes, oh, it's this annoying guy, Pete! And they run at him. <laughs> they run at him. And the funny thing is, Pete always makes a joke. He's always like, oh, look at you. You're becoming more relevant. You're doing the radio. You're doing Love Island. The actual people don't give a shit. They, I've seen them run at him, stilettos on. <laughs> Like, I've ne- like he's Bieber. Like he's an older... It, it's known, do you know who it is? Do you know who it is? It's Michael Bublé. It's the kind of demographic... Michael Bublé. It's the kind of demographic... I couldn't be further no, from Mickey but Bubbles. But it's the kind of demographic that go for Michael Bublé, and it warms my heart. It warms my heart. I love it. So if you see Pete out, fucking run him down, because he's also so lovely. But this is this is it as well. Someone said that... So that, so these are in more in note form. Someone said they had Pete's calendar. Yeah. Someone said they couldn't believe Sam hadn't heard a casualty. Come on, they're listening to the fucking pod. I was gonna, yes. I was going to get onto this. What I did get a lot of was, where's Sam? We love you. We love the podcast. Yes. To the point where people were coming up, showing me they'd voted for us. Oh people God. were also coming up, showing me that they subscribed. People were also showing me that they'd listened to all the things. Can you see it's all green because I've listened to them all. I'm up to date. You need to do more episodes. People were shouting oh to the point we were walking through and people were just going, hey, where's Sam? Where's Sam? Oh, we love cry. you. We love you. And like, I'm not even joking. Charlotte was like, I've never, Charlotte, our producer, was like, I didn't realise it was that good. Mate, we've gone <laughs> fucking global. We've gone global, baby! But a lot of people missed you and a lot of people were very kind about you and said that they absolutely love you. And I also had quite a few people saying that they... It was a guy, actually. He came up and went, all right, mate, uh, see you doing pictures. Do you mind if I get one? I said, yeah, yeah, of course you went. went, I always used to think you were a dick. Not as much of a dick as that Sam. Ah, oh, I'll take but it. I'll take said, it. He said, but I've been forced to listen to the podcast and I fucking love you both. Oh! And he went, you really changed my opinion. I feel like I'm going to cry now. So, so, yeah, there was a lot of love for the podcast and there was a lot of love for you. Uh, there's one more thing that I wanted to quickly say. Uh, someone <laughs> someone started a chant, we love Pete Wicks. Oh, yeah, there was yeah, yeah there was quite a few chants. We love Pete Wicks! <laughs> yeah, this is why we were trying to film. People started shouting that. There's one more. <laughs> Pete was the only one in the VIP area. Picture attached. Pete brought Charlotte into the VIP area by telling the bouncer, she's with me. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking bellend. That story, Not there's a few things. We've got to wrap this up, but a few things I just want to take away from that. Number one is you're a fucking icon and you're starting to like see it. Number two, and I love the way the listeners actually like letting you fucking like not letting you get away. Number three is that this podcast, we're going global. We started from the bottom and now we're here. Drake said that. Slightly above bottom. Drake said that. Um, but yeah, it was a wild day and uh, I missed you. I think we bring this on to the sidebar of shame. Uh, yeah, I think we should as well. well I mean, there are, there's quite a few. There are, there, there, there's so many to pick from. We can actually blessed. we can actually just run through just a few of them without making a big deal, and then pick the one you want to make a big deal out of. Okay, cool. Sidebar of shame. It's the sidebar of shame. Yeehaw! Arabella Chi, do you know who that is? I do know who that is. You she was at my gym. She was on Love Island. She was on Love Island a few seasons ago. A few seasons ago. She's now on a boat in the Mediterranean with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. That is staying relevant at its fucking finest. Well fucking played. Do you know what I want to know? Right, and this is this isn't just for for lovely Arabella, and who seems lovely, by the way. This is for she's all, actually really nice. This is for all people who take selfies of themselves in a private jet as if they've bought it themselves. Who's paying? Because let's be honest, you haven't bought it. 
Love Island might do well, right? But you are not making the coin to get on a private jet. And I'm not saying she did this, but just all people, male and female, right? You go and take a, a, a selfie on a PJ and then on a yacht. Who's I, paying? That's not actually a dig at Arabella because... We know Leonardo DiCaprio's paying for that. <laughs> but I completely agree with that. But if you do that, you just do it for the fucking experience. I would never in a million years dream of taking a fucking... I've never been on a private jet. Neither have I. I actually, that's, I a, dad. That, that's, no, a, <laughs> that's a lie. I um, I got interviewed on one. Um, <laughs> was it was it docked, though? On tarmac? <laughs> uh, was it docked? It didn't have any wings, mate. <laughs> It was literally just the middle part of it. And I'd sit in it and be, and, and be interviewed fucking years ago. And I'm just sitting there talking about all this stuff. And I was thinking, I've never done any of this. Like, and it was, it was, uh, do you know where it was as well? Where? North Weald Airport. Where's, where's that? It's about 20 minutes from my house in Arlo. But yeah, I completely agree with that. It is, it is a bit It's funny, isn't it, when people take the little photos themselves on the, on the thing. It's like, look, or they have their laptop up, just doing a bit of work. And my, it's like, just on the PJ that you've clearly bought yourself. My right? favourite one is when it's obviously like a brand trip or an influencer trip and they've paid for it. So all of the influencers queue up to have a picture in the same seat that makes it look like they're on their own. Yeah. So, so they're all saying, is it me now? Yeah, all right, great. Can you get the angles? And then, yeah. Go on, next one. And they all must fucking just sit there and do it in the same fucking seat. Oh, it's so funny. And then when they get onto the yacht, but to be fair, you're right. Here's a question. Would you be cool with being flown out by Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire to a, to a yacht. I actually, I actually didn't read the full thing, but I think she's dating one of his friends. Oh, she's dating one of his but mates. Just, yeah, I, I didn't. Read. Oh, that's banging! Imagine that's even better. What you want to do is you don't want to date the superstar because he, you know you're going to get chucked within seconds. What you want to do is you want to date one of the mates who is hard up with with women, but is always but is like good, like really good mates. Well, I think superstar. the mate that she's dating. I mean, we were just going to breeze past this one. But it's really opened up a lot of doors. His nickname is the King of Clubs. I think he owns an awful lot of clubs and stuff. Over them places. Mediterranean sort of. No, like America way. Oh, no, wow. That's yeah, big. like the king of clubs. I, I love I, the I can't imagine there's anyone in the Mediterranean that's called the king oh, of clubs. Oh, the king of clubs, as in the cards. As in the king of nightclubs, he owns nightclubs. But, he's, but, but, but the same. king of clubs. Yeah, the cards. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Do you know what I love as well? Is that me and you are quite similar to Tobey Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio. Let me explain to Sam, you Sam, why. Sam, 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 that is the worst. <laughs> why? Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and Tobey... Well, firstly... You could be Leo because of your hair. Well, okay, couple of problems with this. Those two, been friends for an awful long time since they were kids, I think. Yeah. Those two, talented. Yeah. Us two, not. Those two, lot older. You. You not. Of age. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, creepy old... I oh, know, I see what you mean. Yeah, there we go. Um, but no, we are. We're like, we're like those sort of guys who are just sort of, you know climbing the ladder but doing it together then when we finally make it to A-list status we're going to be on super yachts not with girls because we've got I've got a girlfriend but like Pete will probably have a couple of girls yeah I mean we're not on any ladders and I imagine if we did get on a ladder we'd fall straight off <laughs> we are we're climbing the ladder now you just don't know it one more should we whack in one more there's, there's so many we can fry into next week so I was flicking through the Daily Mail <laughs> uh, and then I noticed this topless man the very fair very blonde Jamie Lang in a, a sort of a Vogue-esque type Type show, and I thought, fuck me, he's really gone up. He's doing GQ. It's not. It's for Arcadia magazine, whatever the fuck that is. Do you want to explain that? Why he's doing that? Uh, I don't a actually. Actually, know. the headline. Because yeah. I thought maybe because he's shaving his head, maybe he's doing it for charity, or maybe it's like a you yeah. know big thing. And then I felt bad because I've cut some of my curtains off and not given it away. It's just the headline is I feel co more confident now. I'm married. So I'm going to shave my head. So I'm going to shave my fucking head. And 
I imagine he regretted it because the picture after isn't great. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually quite glad he's done it, you see. Because uh, when we win the uh, Listener's Choice Podcast Awards... Oh, God, we can't um, go back to this. I gonna, we were going to get for an episode that we, we haven't spoken about. It. I'm going to shave my head if we win it. And so it's given me a good showing that, you know, you can shave your head. I'm going to be really honest here. I think you're going to look a fucking idiot. Why? What, with a shaved head? Yeah, you said we saw each other yesterday and you went, you could look quite good, actually. Yeah, I lied. Oh, all right. I lied. But also, Sam is not going to shave his head if we win the Listener's Choice Award. Sam's going to shave his head, pretend it's for the Listener's Choice Award. But actually, the real reason is because he's preparing for his hair transplant. <laughs> so don't be fooled into thinking that he's doing some big thing because he's doing it anyway. All right? Pete tried to make me wait for a year. Pete was like, if you wait a year, I'll do it You next said you were going to wait. No, I can't do it. Because by the time that you need it... I will literally be Friar Tuck. So this is this is about as staying relevant as it gets. We sat there yesterday. Uh, I was at Sam's yesterday doing some work. We had some fucking bits and bobs to do. And we sat there over lunch next to each other whilst looking through different <laughs> hair transplant results on my phone. And I was going to him, oh, you see that? He's done the bit that you need. And he was like, yeah, and look, look at the front line of his now. We literally sat there for 20 minutes whilst eating pasta next to each other, going through hairline fucking hair transplant results. It's getting to the point where it's really bad. And then, do you know what's worse than that? It's now on your feed now, isn't it? It's, it's now on my fucking feed. It's all I see. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I forget that you have all these algorithm things. So I just think it's a sign telling me that I should do it. And then worse than that is Ellen, my manager, calls this morning and she went, you need to stop talking about hair transplants. And I said, why? And she went, because we're getting inundated with emails from people who want to give you a free hair transplant. So have I. I've had loads as well. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny. I've we actually... need to pick the right one, though. You're going you're gonna to love this. You're going to love this, Pete. I've been approached, right, by a, two production companies to do a documentary about hair transplants. <laughs> and I went back to them and went, not unless Pete's doing it. <laughs> But you know what it'll be? And this is this is what's even worse about this whole fucking stand room. It'll be you hosting a documentary, presenting a documentary about, and I'll be one of the patients you talk to <laughs> after I've had it done. That's what it'll so be. So how do you feel? Yeah, no, just really good. I just hope it grows back really quickly. You know? <laughs> Um, it's just, I feel so much more confident now. I'm just going to take some black and white pictures and put them in the Daily Mail. Oh. <laughs> um, but I like how we linked back to the Jamie story. Well played there, my Thank friend. Thank you. What a lovely episode this has been. It's been one of my favourites. I do also want to say that we are climbing them charts like you wouldn't believe. A massive reason for that is because uh, you're leaving reviews. So please do keep leaving reviews. We actually love to read them. And so uh, you can catch us every Monday wherever you get your podcasts and you can catch us every Friday on YouTube if you want to visualise this podcast. And all we have to do is type in at Staying Relevant Podcast on YouTube and on socials at Staying Relevant Podcast as well on Instagram and TikTok for our little clips and best bits. That was very well done, actually. Feeling that was very yeah. that, that was good. Yeah, I feel pretty That was impressive. Great. All right, off you fuck, ta-da. Yeah, have a lovely, lovely day. All right, day. you've done that. Insanity Group.